This is Hold Up AFK with Cardona and Kenny. Okay, so we're here. Episode six. Are we episode six? I lost count. Six. Dang, we did so many. We lost know, count. Right? We lost count. We're so uh, we're so hip now. We have uh, six episodes. And uh, last time I checked on the analytics, we had like four listeners now. Four. <laughs> Sweet. Four. A, good, a good four listeners, right? So everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, we don't have a guest today. Uh, we're trying to get more guests in. So hopefully everybody liked that uh, uh, previous podcast, episode five with Dale. We talked about the gaming industry. Very Excited to, did you learn? Did you learn something new? On that one, oh, I learned yeah, some pretty new stuff. Yeah, pretty cool. You know, that. knowing what to do and what to expect. You know, if you're interviewing at the in a game, what was it? Publisher? Wait, no, developer. Both, He's, both, both, or publisher, both. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we're gonna start off this week with our weekly, and uh, okay, take take the first one, Kenny. Netflix animated Magic: The Gathering show. So let's talk, about, let's talk about that. So we all know the Russo brothers, famous yeah. for things like community and rest development. Oh my <laughs> lord! And a little, a little, a little movie called Avengers Endgame. You know, oh you yeah, yeah. That, I, I think I, I think I watched it. I forgot the. I think it, <laughs> it, it is all right. It is all right. It's good. Yeah, it's yeah. So uh, they, these guys are making something different. Yeah, they're actually it's they're it's not actually different in terms of their their what they're known for. So Magic the Gathering, they're actually huge fans of Magic the Gathering. They play the game themselves. No lie. Yeah, I'm serious. Do they have I'm a serious. Black Lotus? All I know is Black Lotus is the most expensive card. <laughs> right? I think they can I think they can afford to buy a Black Lotus. <laughs> I didn't know Magic but... even had story. Yeah, the story is actually pretty interesting. So you and me are what's called plane seekers i think that's the term is so that what they call actually, noobs or no that's not what they i don't know what they call it but we're, <laughs> we're casuals i mean we're we're actually wizards you and me when we're, we're dueling each other we're oh wizards. oh you mean when we're playing when we're playing oh okay i thought just you we're, know us interests but then okay never mind <laughs> okay go ahead so there, there's a storyline apparently about all these wizards and and magician, not magician. It was basically people with magic. <laughs> Magicians. Magic people. <laughs> I'm thinking about like a guy playing a rabbit on a hat. Right, look, at these, look at these magicians. I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> I thought I'm tired or something because I'm tripping. Yeah, actual magicians, man. Yeah? I thought you were okay. laughing because we were talking. You know the other word for wizards, right? You ever go, go on the internet? You know what a wizard is? A magician? No, a wizard, a wizard, a wizard. Okay, like what's well, a, a wizard? A person that's 30 years old. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that wizard. Yeah, <laughs> I know a wizard. He's on my uh, PSN right now. <laughs> Oops, I thought I just offended him. But, okay, go ahead. So, okay, we're, we're magicians. Back to, back to, yeah, we're, long story short, there's a, there's an actual storyline to Magic okay. the Gathering. And... There's a lot of lore behind it, and the Russo brothers were tapped by Netflix to create an animated version of of uh, Magic: The Gathering, and it's really cool because not only are these two guys directing it, yeah, uh, they know they're like they're really good at 
having a giant cast of characters oh, okay and turning yeah. it into something great and besides that all the people that worked on very very special animated shows like all the dc stuff we're talking yeah. batman the animated show animated series they're on board on this project too so this like the animators or like just all the resources the uh, the staff everyone like all all the big names directors like yeah so all the right the writers too so it's going to be a great good project i think i think it's something to look forward to okay i'll make sure to check that out because i know i've been seeing the ads for um the magic the gathering card game and the cinematic on it looks pretty dope and it just looks it looks like one of those world of warcraft uh cinematics you know, have you ever seen it? The Magic the Gathering um, ad? I'll need to send it to you. You need to post it. Post it on my blog. Gosh, I need to post a lot of stuff. Um, okay, so next I put here is uh, Activision Blizzard staff leaving company due to low morale. I mean, that's not news. That's like ongoing news. You, you, we're, we're, we're hearing more and more out of Blizzard because like last couple months, like they stopped... Um, Supporting Heroes of the Storm, um, they got rid of their like esports or something like that, or they're keeping like Overwatch alive, right? Barely. So, I feel uh, like I feel like the community is keeping it alive. Not really. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what's going on. You know, I just, you know what, I put that on here without even reading the the article <laughs> or the source I got it from, just because like it's a, you know, it's like a beaten horse. Like we know, like. Blizzard hasn't been doing so well and so hot ever since for me, ever since the Diallo debacle, it's just like, all right, what's new? I mean, like, you know, it's, it's nothing surprising. Right. So, um, but I, apparently I, go ahead, but it just goes back to the whole fact that video games, if people aren't doing it because they like making games anymore, it's like, remember when Dale said, it's all about the fun of games. Now it's all about the money. It's true, yeah. but that's the thing. So, do you think higher ups are just higher up? Higher ups, the ones that are making these decisions, they're not gamers. Then, pretty much, just... I wouldn't say they're. I think they just like money too much, man. Dang! Like All you right. could tell, Blizzard. Blizzard used to be in a place where it didn't have to worry about money because, like, they dominated with World of Warcraft. Out. Yeah, they dominated. They made money. Like, so yeah. they were in a position where they were comfortable. Like, we have so much money. You know what? It's okay. Let's just take our time, and and make a good game and really practice their craft yeah now i don't know do you think it's because of activision or no oh yeah it's definitely because of activision for sure oh oh, oh lord all right well we'll see how um warcraft remake comes you know warcraft 3 i'm gonna get that i like warcraft 3 are you gonna get it no wait it's not warcraft 3 oh the the remaster yeah the remaster yeah Yo, why is that taking so long because they have to remaster it, bro. <laughs> uh, so the next one we got is uh, God. We haven't watched it yet. By the way, I, are we gonna go watch it? It's Friday, or what happened with Godzilla? Oh yeah, yeah. We're just watching Friday. Look, check it out. Okay. I got, I got, I got Mothra. Look, look, it's Mothra. Is it uh, what Hero Clicks? It looks like a Hero Clicks. No, it's Neca. It's Neca. Holy shit! Look at it. But what is that? Okay, if you if people that are listening right now, he has a. Uh, figure made by who NECA they make they make really good quality good quality figures for a really good valuable price like a really good price like a good bang for your buck so this and did that Mothra. just come out the Mothra yeah Mothra, Mothra has huge <laughs> wings 
Huge ass wings. Looks like a moth. Yeah. Yeah, it's a giant moth. Essentially, it's a giant moth. Okay. And then propping up my phone right now is this big boy, Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla himself. Godzilla. So so the movie, I heard like when it first came out, the critics gave it like a really bad score, like 30% or something. But then the fan score was like 89%. Or something. Let me yeah. check Ron Tomato, see what it is now. It was 86 the last time I checked. Oh, so it's 85. So it's pretty good amongst the fans. You know, it might be like one of those fan service things. One thing that I uh, saw, I saw a meme. Um, you know, the poster for Godzilla? He's like standing yeah. on the water. They're saying like, yeah. what the hell is he standing on? Because there's no, the bottom of the sea is like a thousand two hundred like meters down. And they're trying to like, let me see if I can find the images, but it was funny. They had like, a lot poster. of pictures. It's the main poster. Yeah, they had a lot. No, no. I mean, like the, the memes that people were making fun of was like, he's on stilts or he's on like a rack of books. <laughs> like <a, laughs> that goes all the way down the water. It's pretty funny. So, um, so I just put that as a bulletin. So people know, and if you're on the fence about watching it, um, if you like, what is it? A kaiju movie, I would say, right? Yeah. Like yep, kaiju yep. movies, go watch it. Because other people like it, but if you're like all about critic scores and like artistic value and all whatever critics, you know, judge rate movies with, you might not want to watch it because it got a thirty something. Um, and our next thing we got here is a oh the Apple Pro stand. I put that here. So you're an Apple guy. So tell me about this whole um thing that everyone's all up in arms about with apple pro stand being a thousand dollars what is the apple pro stand what is that okay so apple announced well it was a long time coming a lot of apple fans were waiting for a new mac pro what a mac pro is essentially a full-on desktop version of a mac so we're talking like a modular mac okay and so this is supposed to be the top of the line we're talking like best specs everything so if you're a power user this is what you want okay right? so people are waiting for this and people know it's going to be expensive the new so mac the pro itself. yeah the okay. new mac pro okay so people already know it's going to be expensive okay so six thousand dollar asking price that's normal that's par for the course okay but then they announced uh, a really high-end monitor okay the monitor the monitor is supposed to be somewhere between 4K and 8K. It's like a 6K monitor with ultra uh, HDR, not just regular high Whoa. definition. It's called UDR, ultra definition. Oh, my Lord, ultra, guys. The red is more red. The blue is more yeah. blue, right? The blacks are more black. <gasps> Racist. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> but the crazy part is so they had they had the balls to... Price this sucker at four thousand nine hundred dollars. Okay, and so, so $5, you can watch just for five thousand dollars. And okay. then there's two prices. And then for so this is the way they did it. They announced it on stage. We have the the the, the monitor for four ninety nine four ninety nine 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 four nine nine nine. Five thousand dollars. Okay, go ahead. Say just five thousand. And then we have a special stand that comes with for nine hundred ninety nine dollars. So a thousand. Okay. A thousand dollars, and you can hear on stage. She would just go like, "What?" And that... <laughs> All right. So <laughs> and that just... video has now been censored. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Did they just take that part out or what? 
Yeah, Apple delisted it. Some so some people were took that just posted just that segment online. Yeah, and Apple yeah. took it out. They they flagged it down. Oh my gosh! Well, it's probably gonna be all over Twitter and everything. But is it oh, yeah. worth the thousand dollars? You think? What is it? I didn't even see. I just saw like all the uproar. Look, no monitor stand is worth a thousand dollars. No monitor. But maybe stand. this has a built-in uh, Bluetooth or something, or no, it's just proprietary a cable that goes into no, the stand or something or into the monitor. Really? It's just metal. It's just metal. All right. Well, we're gonna do a review when Kenny buys one. Okay. He's, he's an Apple guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh... yeah, mix. We're gonna mix this up podcast on. Uh, our... <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, anybody out there that want to comment on that, you know, and because I know Apple fanboys, um, always defend Apple. I mean, if you really like the product, that's cool. You know, if you like, there's Apple people and there's Android, but uh, let us know somewhere in mm-hmm. any comment section <laughs> why it's worth to buy this a thousand dollar stand. And then, uh, so our last one today for our weekly is some game announcements. So you put uh, COD, life, uh, real life um, COD fishing. What about what's this uh, COD game? So COD 2019, you get this new uh, fishing reel and I knew it. Great new peripherals. Thousand <laughs> <laughs> dollar peripheral. Thousand dollar peripheral. But no, the Call of Duty. We're talking about Call, Call of Duty, Duty, everybody. Call of Duty. Another Modern one. Warfare. I thought we talked about this last week. Did we talk about this last it week? It wasn't on our show notes, so probably not. Okay. Well, I, I really dig it. I, I really dig it. I think because Call of Duty 4 was the first Call of Duty game I ever played. So Modern Warfare was the game that got Is me Is that the Modern one with Warfare. the no Russians? Yeah. No, no. That's Call of Duty. That's Modern Warfare 2. Oh, okay. That's Modern Warfare 2. And that was a fun one, but no, this one looks good because this one looks like it's taking. It's more of a spiritual successor to. It's more. It's not really a reboot. It's a soft it's reboot, a soft though, game. right? Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like they're going to take in the events of the first one, the first Modern Warfare. Yeah. And continue it there. So imagine like two different timelines. Oh my god! So it's another Avengers timeline, BS or what? I guess so. Wait, this it's not in the same time. It's not in the same universe, though, right? It's just an alternate, like, I don't just know. a reboot. There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of details we don't know, but from what I can see and tell, the graphics look damn impressive. They look really good. Yeah, I, I mean, I like I like the old Modern Warfare. So, um, I think Modern Warfare One was when they first introduced perks, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that was really good. So I'm, I'm stoked to see it. I mean, I never, I, I think. I played the Modern Warfare one. Was it the one with the stealth mission where you had to crawl as a sniper? Yeah, that was Modern Warfare 4. I mean, Modern Warfare, the first one. Oh, okay. No, yeah, yeah. I like that suit. one. Gilly suit. That one was dope. All right. So, and is there an announcement when this comes out or not yet? Uh, I think in I November. November. The usual time frame. Call of Duty. Uh, oh, speaking of November releases, I put here Pokemon. Pokemon you know, Sword and Shield. You know, I'm a big Pokemon fan, everybody. Even though I don't yeah. have the cards, I don't. You know, I never beaten a Pokemon game, <laughs> but the new <laughs> one, the cool thing about it is that it seems like you could see the Pokemon. That's what everyone wanted it, wanted it to have at least is to see some of the Pokemon running around, just like on Pokemon Go. Now you could make them kaiju size with Dynamax or whatever. So yeah, it lasts for like a couple rounds, and then you do like crazy damage. And um, 
Um, what else is that? Oh, they have raids with that. So there's like an open world where you could, you and other friends can meet up at a node and it launches a raid against like a huge ass monster and it's like a four on one thing. Um, you can catch it too. You can catch yeah, it. Yeah, after you successfully beaten it, you could catch the monsters or the Pokemon. So, like, it's going to be like a Pokemon that you can't encounter anywhere else other than the raid. And then I think they said they're going to alternate like every couple so events or something like that. And there's going to make a new monster. So that's why you're going to have to go back to specific nodes to challenge the monster again. And then. Um, what else? What's the other biggest thing? I think that was it. And then like the 3D and the graphics. Now it's like uh, there's a controllable camera. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's just it's it's totally new gen. You know, it's 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 a new series of Pokemon and a new standard. I say like this is the new status quo for Pokemon games moving forward. I feel you know. You think you think this that's the same thing? I think so. I mean, it looks more. So Pokemon has always been going through a slow evolution, I feel, and I think this super is the next slow. Step. Yeah, super slow. Yeah. But I think it's good what they've done with the way. If you've been playing the, these games forever, I think you'll still feel really familiar with it. And but with some things that are they're new, new and exciting for you. But for someone that's never played or never played or hasn't played in a long time, I think there's a lot of things to discover. I think you'll be really surprised. Yeah. And yeah, so we'll I'll post up some of I'll post up some of the tra- I'll post up the trailer and some other stuff on uh our site on this week's podcast. Even though I think every week I say something about posting shit and I never do. But today <laughs> I shall post something. <laughs> and that's com- and that Pokemon game is coming out in November as well. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, our weekly roundup. So today's topic we're going to talk about today on today's episode is drum roll. All right. I'm going to add a drum roll thing. <laughs> Conventions, right? Cause E3's, uh, right around the corner. It's, um, uh, coming next week, right? I'm, I believe. Monday's yeah, yeah. gonna be all the press announcements, and then all the the show floor is gonna be open from Tuesday to Thursday. Yeah. So, and then um, in July we have San Diego Comic Con coming up. Mm-hmm. And are you going to that one? As I didn't an, get my as an artist. What? I didn't get my ticket this year. Oh my gosh! You get a, a press badge. You know, we'll, we'll we'll tell them that we have a blog. We have a podcast. <laughs> we can do that. You know, we can do we'll, that. we'll try. But um, yeah, so we're... we have four followers. I know we have uh, one in Korea. I wonder if that Korean uh, person's awake and soliciting to us over there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're gonna talk about, um, I guess conventions in general and how to go to them and what to expect, you know? Because like we've both gone to E three, we've both gone to uh, San Diego Comic Con, and uh, mm-hmm. do you think they live up to the hype for? For those people that always see it and never have gone, you know, you I think, think so. I mean, yeah. if, if you've never been before, it's always exciting the first time. Yeah, because you really don't know what to expect, and you're surrounded. And these companies, this is their only one chance of the year to really connect with their fans directly. And they do. You can see the money that they spend, and a lot of these sets, a lot of these locations, like the stuff they spend on the booth. I think it looks great. I think it's yeah. worth it. So, 
How, um, but so you said like for the money you spend, are they all worth it though? Like Comic Con, I, I don't know. I think Comic Con now is a little bit more expensive. I think it's like forty or fifty dollars a day for the Prime days, and then wow, or like even more, like sixty, and then uh, I think it's like sixty. Yeah, and I know for like the Wednesdays and preview night, I think it's like four. 40 extra because like they're only open like half of the day um but san diego i think is worth the money because like the atmosphere and everything like san diego turns into a different place like downtown san diego um like the restaurants and the bars have themes and then the companies and other smaller you know companies that probably didn't get into comic-con they throw their little events outside um of the convention center Mm -hmm. so I mean, if you're, I remember when, you know, damn, I remember when we used to go, like, we'd spend a lot of money. And I remember I would spend, like, I don't even know how much I spend, but, like, <laughs> thousands just buying, like, random stuff. And then, like, getting the whole week ticket is, like, that's already, like, 300 bucks or something, you know, for all, like, yeah. four days. Um, yeah. Don't forget hotel, transportation. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, Comic-Con's worth it. E3. Um, I haven't paid for it. I used to work at places that got me into it. Um, can can a regular person buy a ticket to E3? Yeah, they have this thing called Gamer Pass now. I don't know how much it costs because I've never actually looked into it. Because I, like you and me, like we both never had to pay for it to get into E3. Yeah, but yeah, but right, the the general public can now pay to get into E3 now. Yeah, could, could they be four though? I think they could be four too, right? Yeah, but it was like nine hundred dollars a ticket. Oh my gosh, that's when E three was more risky too. Like, that booth, yeah. everybody had booth babes. You know, this is this is pre <laughs> me too. So like, everyone was like, <laughs> like it wasn't good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, I remember that because I remember they showed pictures of it of like mm-hmm. how it was before, and you have like these half half naked chicks, you know, just luring people, and then they banned it, and it was like completely empty. You know, a lot, and they showed pictures of like E3. It was just like more business oriented, and now it's like a little bit more professional and for like gamers of all like ages and everything. So I think they've they're 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 working to become more of like a event that anyone could go to. Because I think San Diego Comic Con has become that now, where it used to be for like hardcore geeks. But not everybody goes just to go, you know, if everyone like I see people like, oh, yeah, I want to be there for a weekend and go for a day, you know, and see the cool stuff. You know, I think E3 is slowly becoming that, but it's still kind of more business oriented, right? Because you can't really buy stuff there. That's the problem, too. I see. I actually last year when I went, I saw a a couple booths that started popping up that start selling stuff. Uh-huh. It's very strange to me because E3 originally was it's supposed to be a trade event. So let's just say the way trade events work is really just there for business, right? So this yeah. is all about video games. So me as a store owner, I want to sell video games and I want to go there to see what new and upcoming games I want to stock. But now, yeah, ever since E3 became more of a marketing thing, like hey, this is where we make our giant announcements. Yeah. So fans just wanted to get in there. And what's happening is you're seeing game companies trying to, instead of directly going to the show, because a lot of time, a lot of big guy, big guys now, they have their direct 
line of business to directly into the consumers. Like we're talking people with their with EA with Origin, talking Steam with Valve. They don't need they don't need to go to E3. They can just make announcements the way Nintendo does it, like a Nintendo Direct. Oh yeah, people are excited about that, and then. They don't need because the middleman's dying now. No, no one's gone. Yeah, like, no digital one sales yeah. are going up. And... Yeah, like so that's now fun. that's why I think now E three is a little bit more oriented for like um, buying exclusives almost. Like they're gonna, I think they're gonna go down that route where because I think wasn't there an E three where you you could get that rare PlayStation, the PS one yeah. style. Yeah, the the PS three that's like all PS one style, or PS four that's know. like a PS one style. I never got it. Oh my! I'm a, you gotta make me Google this right now. No, no, yes, no, no. I know what you're talking about, but it wasn't at E3. It wasn't at E3. Where was it at? Or was it at like a, the PlayStation? Special thing. Is that the PlayStation, PlayStation experience? PlayStation probably. Experience. It might be. It might See? be. See, well, that's another convention. You know that PlayStation opt out of, or Sony did. Yeah, and... they opt out of E3 too. So that's yeah. surprising. Because they're gonna have their Sony experience, you know. Yeah. So. um so I mean, as far as like tickets go, I think for most of the conventions now, everybody could just um, go online, do your research, and, you, and it's just like you just go in a queue to buy your tickets, right? I think the hardest ones to get into now is PAX and San Diego Comic Con. I think yeah. Comic Con yeah. is a little bit more involved. You need to make an account on San Diego Comic Con or whatever. There, you need to make an account on their site, and then once you've made it, the next time you uh they have open enrollment for their uh badge registrations um if you already have an account you could queue in into this room where where they randomly select a person to buy tickets so it's pretty cool because it's not like first come first serve you're in like a giant pool because i know like mondo posters it's like where have the posters up and you just buy you know so mondo is like this really um what is it what would you say mondo posters are like High end, like high, high end collectible license uh, posters, and once they announce something is up on their site, it's out like in five seconds. So luckily, Comic Con is like that. You know, I think they used to be like that, but then they have this queuing thing. Um, mm-hmm. Packs. I never went through the experience of buying any tickets for packs because I know you have to buy the three day, right? And yeah, yeah have I've you been to packs? No, I've never been because it's always usually up north. Yeah, and and I know you had to buy three days, so hopefully we could get uh badges now somehow with this uh little podcast Endeavor. we got going here. <laughs> like, yeah, badges. yeah, so uh, we'll see. If we could do that, but um, as far as like prepping for it, you know, that's pretty straightforward. And then uh, like, what would you suggest for any of these cons? Like um, parking. Make sure you do research on parking, right? Because everybody hates freaking parking. San Diego yeah, Comic Con. Luckily, you could just park at your hotel and take a shuttle. Yep. Yep. E3 is in LA, and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> parking is like thirty dollars for a parking <laughs> space, you know. So make sure you carpool, and um, and pretty much that's it. You know, like conventions. Um, if you want to get the full experience out of it, just make sure you have your agenda of where you want to go. You know, especially like. Well, small ones like Blizzard, you're just going to the main announcement stage, right? There's not really things to mm-hmm. do there, is there? BlizzCon, I've never been to BlizzCon. Oh, okay. What, what cons have you gone to? I've been to 
first ever con was Anime Expo. Oh yeah, was... talk about that. I never. I always wanted to go, but I've never. I feel like a fraud because I haven't watched a lot of anime, even though yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I mean, only watch like but... Dragon Ball and stuff. Well, that's even better to go if you never watched any anime because what I always like going there for is like seeing what what's like the buzz. Like, oh, what's that? A lot of people are dressed up as that character. What's that character about? What anime is that from? It's cool to discover new shows that way. Oh, okay. So, Anime Expo. How so? How does that differ from any of the other ones? You think? Uh, usually, the panels and the topics. Are yeah. Usually, you feel. It's more anime inspired, obviously, based on the name. But you won't you won't see too many like Marvel characters walking around. There are a few cosplayers like that, but you you'll usually tend to see more anime uh, inspired art, and well, I mean primarily anime inspired art, and a lot of panels discuss discussing anime in America. And you'll actually have some big industry professionals from Japan come over too, because Anime Expo has that kind of draw now. Okay, so it's more. It is like kind of like San Diego Comic Con versus like E three because E three is like you said, it's like a trade show where there's not that many panels per se, but there's like booths where you can see people's products or upcoming games, right? Yeah. So Anime yeah. Expo is like Comic Con in the sense where you could get in touch with artists, voiceover actors, and like creators, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I know, oh yeah, there's a WonderCon in, in LA. That's more kind of like a swap meet. No, no, no. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. It's not, I still want my press badge. Sorry. (laughs) The WonderCon, WonderCon, you, you touched on something where it is a smaller scale. It's much smaller scale than Comic-Con. Yeah, but it does have a lot of the same things. I feel like it's gotten more popular. Me and my girlfriend actually personally like WonderCon the best because of the timing in, in the year. It's usually in March, March, and so because it's in March, the weather is much more favorable. So if you're if you're a cosplayer, it's perfect for you. It's not oh, too okay. hot, not too warm, yeah, not too cold. So you can wear like heavy outfits if you wanted to, or wear nothing at all if you choose. But also the just because there's not as many people, it's not too popular. So there's not too many people in the convention for yeah. walking around itself. There's no so like announcements or they don't have like booths. I mean they don't have like panels in a sense, right? They it's do. just like well, they don't it's only like any, two like, stages. From what I remember, it's two like stages. Hall H. They don't have any yeah. Hall H drawing. Panels. Or they don't have like big companies. Like Capcom doesn't go there. They or, have big like, companies there. Or Warner like Brothers Marvel. Did the promotion. Well, Warner Brothers did their whole promotion for it, so we're, you won't see like big, big movies. We're talking like bigger movies. Like Godzilla had a thing there, had a panel really? there. Really? Yeah, yeah, they had a big panel there. So oh. it, it, WonderCon's getting more in popularity. So what you're gonna see is if things they want to make a good, they want to make a good impression for yeah. the year, and it's after after July after uh, after Comic Con or or yeah. before Comic Con. They're gonna go. They're gonna go to WonderCon now. WonderCon's becoming bigger and bigger. I feel. But do you think it would, uh, if you were someone that lived in Minnesota, you're a college student, would you save up money to go to WonderCon to get a hotel, get a plane ticket, and all that jazz to go to WonderCon? No. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> He's like, nah. Nah. 
For the food trucks? Not even for the food trucks? That's in the front? Hell yeah, Cali food trucks, man. $12 hot dogs? Uh, but see, that's the thing. So when I went to WonderCon, um, like, I just went down one row. This was like two years ago, two or three years ago, maybe. And it's just like, the only reason why I say it's like a swap meet is because it's just like booths of these random, like, people that are selling knockoff Pokemon plushies and like screen printed shirts of like artwork they stole on deviant art and they're selling it there. I'm like, what the hell? You know, like it's like I feel like the whole con is like the back part of San Diego Comic Con. You know, like near the artist between the artist alley and like the big <laughs> promo area, there's like a random area where like uh there's like random vendors that sell like knockoff like plushies i don't know if you've ever seen do you know what i'm talking about it's right in front of tokidoki yeah, I, I know exactly like what that you're little about. alley there's just like one tiny alley i'm like what the heck these are all random stuff you know like one guy just sells mystery boxes you know and um when you open them you get like a bag of peanuts and like <laughs> like a pokemon sticker <laughs> for 50 50 bucks <laughs> But I only hate those stupid, those stupid like random boxes. Yeah, you know, but that's what you see, and and I felt like when I went to WonderCon, that's what it was all about. I'm like, what the heck, you know? And I only been to there like I think once or twice, and and I mean it's cool, like you said, you know, for me having it in LA and me having it like being accessible easily for mm-hmm. me, like I wouldn't mind if I have a free weekend, um, I'll go. You know, but mm-hmm. it's not something I'm going to queue up for it to go to, you know, until they kind of improve on a lot of stuff on it. I'll just go to Frankincense, you know, for the shopping uh, experience. Yeah. I mean, if people people just want to shop there. They just go. You know, like yeah. You said, and they could see and they could see uh, uh, cosplayers or whatever. You know, it's it's cool. It's a it's a real cool event. But again, if if we have like out of town or our listener in Korea um, wants to come, you know, like not not to that you know san diego comic-con yeah you know fly all the way from like wherever you're coming from germany or whatever because i've seen people from san diego like coming from like other countries you know and and that's really? and that's yeah and that's like san diego would be one of them but i don't know about like WonderCon or like i know like long beach comic-con um is popping up now and like um those are more local stuff really. yeah and there's other I forgot what other local stuff like I've been to like a Vegas Comic Con and it's cool. Um, I think they're trying to be a little bit more um, like a Comic Con because they have like events that they they have some panels, they have some cool guests, but it's really yeah. like niche and you have to really do your research. So yeah, if you if you're in the con experience, you know, and they're local, yeah, that's cool. But if you're gonna come from far away, just make sure you do your research first. Yeah, yeah, um, but. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, speaking of research, you have you been researching what's uh, what's coming out for E3? Oh, for E3. You know what? What do I expect or wish to hear? Uh, the only thing I expect... Oh, that's what it was. Um, Square Enix and their Avengers video game. That's yes. the biggest thing I'm waiting for because supposedly it's like Destiny, but then they said it has like a character creation mode and 
uh, in-depth story. So I wonder if you're if you choose a specific mentor, like oh, I'm gonna be a mutant or I'm gonna be like a agent or something, and then you create your character. Or I don't know how it's gonna play. So hopefully, it's really dope. I I mean I don't know other than RPGs, Square Enix. What do they make? Um, oh, Tomb Raider, right? They make Tomb Raider. Well, they're the publisher. The publisher. They don't so who's who's it. making the Avengers game? Uh, I thought it was Crystal Dynamics, wasn't it? They're making something. Is Someone's it? making. Yeah, yeah, they're making something. Uh, let me see. Uh, Avengers Square Enix video game. Who's making publisher? Developers is Crystal Dynamics. Yeah, who do they make? They make Tomb Raider. Oh, okay, so yeah, they made Tomb Raider. So, did they make anything else? Uh, oh, yeah, that's it. It's Tomb they Raider. Didn't they, did they make Hitman? Let me see their project. So they have Avengers, the latest one, all the Tomb Raider games, all the freaking Tomb Raider games, Legacy of Kane, Blood Omen, Whiplash, Mad Dash Racing was their first game released in uh, 2001. Then Blood Omen 2, Legacy of Kane, Whiplash, Legacy of Kane, Defiance, Project Snowblind. And then from there on, they made Tomb Raider games. And now their latest one is marvel's avengers so i'm i'm stoked to see what's going to come out of that i if they say it's like destiny i feel like the project is uh i i had this idea of an avengers game where you play as a shield agent and you why might... would you want to be a shield agent like no one watches agents of shield yeah <laughs> but like at least because that that story makes more sense like you could yeah. the shield agent could go across different like story but arcs i don't you know? want i don't want to play an agent shield, shield but agent. i want to play like spider-man or Captain but that's America the thing so you could be a shield agent that has like the powers of spider-man right he's like really uh agile and like super strength or whatever um and i think I that might huh i want to be spider-man you want to be the spider why don't you play the other one on ps4 that's already on there what is it game. uh what? the spider-man game that yeah, the Insomniac one. There you go. That, you're Spider-Man already there. You know, I, know. I think. Well, that's the thing. I, I, that's what I'm like most excited for. I hope. I hope it's gonna be really good. I hope um, so too. What's What's your expectations, and what do you expect to see? I'm really excited for Cyberpunk 2077. Oh uh, every Lord. time the show, dude, it looks amazing. Yeah, because, I like, know. One, one of my favorite games of all time was Deus Ex. I really <gasps> like that game. I've never really, had to really play it. Oh, it's so much fun because, like, a lot of times when they talk about choice in video games, it's more of a more of a dialogue tree, and you choose a dialogue and you change the story. Yeah. But what Deus yeah. X did really well was player like gameplay choice, like how you wanted to approach a certain situation. Like, you could skip in the original Deus Ex, you could skip entire bosses, boss fights if you were smart. If you're like certain encounters, you could do whatever you want in. Dang. Cyberpunk 2077 looks very ambitious in terms of yeah. story, gameplay, and design. I, the design looks really cool. It looks like the world is, it's an actual living world, you know, and, and like, and be, you know, because of that, I've always wanted to watch Akira again. I haven't gotten to it, but it reminds me of that kind of like that world, that neo punk Tokyo kind of world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. Um, some of the some of the uh, participating companies 
are going is 2K, 505 games. I put 505 because they, they're the ones that made a Halo, right? No. What are they? Four, 343. Oh, sorry. What's 505 made? <laughs> what, they, what they make? Let me click on them real quick. I don't know what they made. What the hell is 505? Anti games. Oh, they made Portal, <laughs> Portal Knights and, uh, and a Drift. They made um, uh, Assetto Corsa, that racing game. Um, yeah, okay, never mind. Wrong company, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I put AMD on there. Bandai, Namco. Hopefully, they announced like... Because uh, um, they were... Band- so, do you remember that Capcom made uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken? And yeah. they made all the Tekken people in the Capcom world. So, Bandai yeah. said they are going to make uh, Tekken versus Tekken. Street Fighter. Where Tekken all the Street Fighter people are in the Tekken world. So they they tested it out with Geese and Akuma. So it seems like they did pretty well in the Tekken Wait, 7. Geese? So Geese? Yeah. Geese was from uh, SNK, Final I think. Fight, right? Yeah. Final Fighter SNK. So he's in the Tekken series. So, you know, hopefully there's something from there. They're probably going to announce some like DBZ stuff. Um, Bethesda, uh-huh. Skyrim, all right. Or not Skyrim, yeah. Elder Scrolls Six. You know they're you gonna show that. Happening? They're gonna show that. They're gonna show no, that. No. They have to. No, no, they no, have no. To. So okay, okay. People are still have still have the bad taste of Fallout seventy six in their mouth. They're oh my gosh, play. dude! They're no, gonna have to show that to redeem themselves. Oh, they better. They oh better. My. Oh my! So got that Capcom. You know, I'm just excited for the new Monster Hunter. Cyberpunk, we spoke on that. Nintendo. Hopefully, they show a lot of Nintendo stuff. Uh, I want to see more Marvel, Ultimate Alliance, and then uh, Square Enix. But uh, we'll have the links um, online. I have, like, the full E3 company list. Maybe your your personal personal favorite ones are on there or something. I'm Um, excited for the new Halo game. The new Halo. Halo. Infinite. Infinite. Is that supposed to be after Halo 5? It's after Halo 5. Okay. Because I know, too, I'm checking Steam right now. Didn't Microsoft open a lot of their games to be released on Steam, on Steam yeah. now? Yeah. Because yeah. I want to get that Gears Epic of War. Games. Take that, Epic Games. Let's see. Is it Gear of War? Is Gears of War on there yet? No, no, not there yet. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play a lot of the Halo games on PC because I've only played them on Xbox. And now that I don't have an Xbox anymore, you know, it'll be great to play them. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to see that. Um, what else? What else do we want to hear about on the rumor mill? Some, I want to hear some something surprising, like something crazy out there. I want to hear a game. What would be cool? Like, remember when people were wishing for a Final Fantasy VII remake? How crazy would it be if they, I don't know, did something? If they gave us... They said Final Fantasy was releasing this year. Well, my mind would be blown. I think it. I think it might be. I think they're gonna. No. Oh, so you think the big a big news is gonna be a release date news versus release like an announcement? News? I think. I think. No, no. Well, an announcement for a long-awaited game. I can't think of a game that I've wanted for a long time. I can't think of a game right now. But yeah, if anything they announce anything like that, something surprising, then then they then they'll make some. They'll make some buzz. Oh, dang! I can't think of anything right now. Let's see, because Grand Theft Auto—they're not gonna announce 
anything Grand Theft Auto related. Um, Capcom. Oh, if Capcom freaking announces a redo of Marvel versus Capcom, you know <laughs> that would be freaking epic. Um, because they fucked up on uh, Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Um, what else? I think that's about it. And then like, uh, realms. I don't think they're going, but. I, I was stoked when Injustice had Ninja Turtles. I still haven't played it, but um, that was pretty cool to see. So character announcements on fighting games is always fun. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah. Elder Scrolls would be like the biggest thing I would expect to see. Um, and then the Avengers reveal any games on that. Because they're, they're rumored to be working on a couple of games. So if they even show just gameplay, I want to see gameplay. Of what? Of the Avengers game. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be dope. Oh man, there's a lot of Marvel. Seems like they're they're um actually trusting companies to make solid games. You know, I think after Spider Man, they're like, okay, you know, we 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 we're on board with this, and it seems like they're letting good uh, one too, not this yeah. license trash. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I'm stoked. I'm stoked to see what they're gonna do with uh Ultimate Alliance and uh and this new uh, uh Avengers game. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So that's everything uh we know about cons and uh the upcoming E three. Have anything to add before we wrap this up, dude? No, that's all I gotta say. Cool, cool. So, so yeah. Um, and then now we have a a change up on our closing segments where we have a a new one called Out of the Loop. You know, we're, we're taking um out of the loop topics. And uh, that's like trending right now, and we're just kind of like touch up on it and get everybody else in the loop. So uh, the one I picked was uh, from uh, Reddit. It was uh, "What's up with the word heated suddenly being used <laughs> into a throne or smashed?" You know, often in the context like "just eat up in the air" or "eat it upside the head." Where did this come from, and why all of a sudden? I've noticed this on the internet a couple times, but I heard someone say in real life today for the first time and made me feel about as out of touch as the first time someone asked me about my fresh. What is that? Creeps? Crepes? Yeah, fresh crepes. Crepes. What the hell is that? <laughs> oh, it's shoes. Shoes. Okay. So before we read the top answer, what do you think it came from, Kenny? Uh, Why are you giggling I, already? <laughs> I heard it was from a music video, but the thing here's a here's a pro tip: if you don't want to seem old, don't ever just don't keep don't try to keep up with the lingo because if you say it the wrong way and don't use it right, it's not genuine. First of all, it's not genuine, and you look like a total total tryhard. <laughs> you look Steve Buscemi with the skateboard, like hello, fellow kids. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too, like. And it really so shows your age now when you like mm -hmm. game too. Like, um, my friends' nephews, when I when I play with them online, they're using words like "yeet" and like whatever words they use these days. And I'm just like, "What the hell does that mean?" You know? And I'm like, <laughs> "All right, context clues. Okay, he just did this, and he said that word. Okay, I'm just gonna jot that down and make note. You know?" Um. I, I don't know where it came from. I knew it meant throwing because when I played Soul Calibur, um, yeah. when they threw you off the stage, 
Every yeah. time someone did that, they'd be like, oh, he got yeeted. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, he got thrown <laughs> off the stage. Yeeted. Okay. But um, let's see. The top answer says, yeet in its current usage means to throw something violently, usually because it is regarded as worthless or trash. The earliest confirmed Good. use of the term yeet is a dance video. Oh, look at you. You're right. Posted in Vine. Yeah. In this instance, E is the name of the dance. Okay, I'm going to see if I can play that a bit. Doesn't have uh, copyright music. I don't know. Well, this is a this is a podcast. They don't they don't take that down, do they? I don't know. Okay, well, I, you can, so the guy, so the guy so, in the background is just saying E and he's dancing. And uh, followed by a music video called Yeet by Quill. All right, everybody. So here's some <laughs> useless facts. Now you know what yeet means. <laughs> please, please, please don't yeet our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll try to find better out of the loop topics to get you in the loop. But for now, you are in the loop with the word yeet. <laughs> yeet. Uh, all right. So we're going to yeet that a lot of here <laughs> for <laughs> our episode uh, six. Um, Again, we're on uh, all the major podcasts. We check our website. What was it again? We're on Spotify. Spotify. What? Spotify. Stitcher. There you go. We're still pending. SoundCloud. We're still uh, getting onto iTunes. We'll be there shortly. (laughs) We'll be there shortly. We'll have it up there for all you Apple fans. By the time uh, the new Apple stand comes out, we should be on there. Um, I'm still gonna promote Kenny's Redbubble. I bought something from there. I was his first customer, so yeah. anyone want to check Thank out you. some cool artwork? Um, you can check it there. And then uh, our Instagram. We had one new follower. Thank you to uh, I don't know who it was. <laughs> I think it was <laughs> something Cosmic Cosplay or something. <laughs> Shout out to Cosmic Cosplay. Um, but yeah, so you can follow us there, and uh, we'll try to post some more stuff. So. Thanks, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good day. See ya. Have a good what? <laughs> Have a good night. Good night. <laughs> Whatever you're listening to. <laughs> All right, see you guys.